0: You're listening to the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro, and I'm Jose Rodriguez. I read Sonny's book, Summer on the Bluffs. It's a great novel; highly recommended. What's it about? I was hoping you didn't ask me because I'm horrible at that. No, I really am. I cannot, you know, I can't summarize what I read. You can't retain it? No, I can retain it, but I, I mean, I can't like summarize it because I just end up telling the whole thing. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like I'd be like, oh, it started with this lady Amelia who adopted uh, three women that were her godchildren and then I go through the whole novel to the end and I end up telling you what happened and that's how I can tell you what it's about
1: gotcha. so I, you recollect too much of it
0: right I can't like I can't break it down into like oh it's about a mother daughter it's about redemption I I can't I just end up telling you the whole thing
1: You can't give me the cliff notes in other words
0: No no I could just be like okay so it starts you know <laughs> right. at Martha's vineyard yeah. right, and it ends at Martha's vineyard That's as short as I can put it <laughs> So she described one of the characters as being an extroverted introvert. Okay. Right. And that was like amusing to me because I became fascinated with this term, being an extroverted introvert, like it was calling to me, right? So I looked it up and it's basically the same as like saying somebody's an outgoing introvert, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're an introvert at heart, but with the personality of an extrovert. Gotcha. And I'm like, I think this is me. Because the older you get, like the more you start to get to know yourself, right? Because uh, in, in other words, there's less of, I, I don't know why I did that. You know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And more of, I know what I'm doing. Like I've been around the block a few times. I know everybody that lives on this block. And more importantly, everybody knows me. You know, you, you grow up, you understand? So there's fewer and fewer surprises, right? And fewer excuses as well.
1: So you think that that book found what you are about now
0: is what you're saying? I think it gave me a label for what I know I am. Ah. or for what I think I am, right? Because gotcha. I, I, this is a new term. I mean, I majored in psychology and I never came across a term extroverted introvert. Right, it's
1: a combination
0: of both. It's oh, that's brilliant, Jose, by the way. I love the way you s- summarize that beautifully. Right. That's how you summarize. That's how you summarize? Because yes. that's incredible. That requires talent. It's a combination of both, which is why they put both words together, correct?
1: Yeah, because like they try to say that you're either an introvert or an extrovert, but it, it, there could be a possibility that have you have
0: a little bit of both. Oh, so you're extending it to a little bit of both. Right. You went from a combination to a little bit of both.
1: Yeah. Or right. a combination of both.
0: Right. So if you were a college professor, your class would last like 10 minutes. Yes. That would be it. Yeah. You would just shrink it down to 10 <laughs> minutes. Little pop quiz. A little bit of both. Have yep. a great summer. Thank you. So I found this article that read, if you relate to these 10 signs, you're probably an extroverted introvert. Right. So I thought I'd share with you to see if I really am. A combination of the two, as okay. you would like to put it, or as I would like to put it, an extroverted introvert, because I'm not as lazy as you. I can say the whole thing. Gotcha. Right?
1: I'd be a good judge of it.
0: Right, because you know me, right? It says, signs you're an extroverted introvert. And if you're listening, this might be you or somebody you know, right? This will help the person maybe understand that that family member better. Right. The, the, maybe the me and their family
1: or understand themselves better. Cause they might be saying, I'm not an introvert, but I'm not an extrovert either.
0: Don't say it. I'm Don't. a little bit of, oh, God, I knew <laughs> you were going to go there. All right. So here's the article. Number one, your energy level is closely tied to your environment.
1: Yes. A hundred percent. That's you.
0: How do you know that's me already? Just from the title.
1: Because in the title, it describes you. Okay. It, that's, I, I, that's you. I'm
0: getting the impression that you're a little biased already, that you're already <laughs> saying that it is me. It says. You're sensitive to your surroundings. It matters how your environment looks, what kind of music is playing, how many people are present, and the noise level. Can I stop there, though? Uh, I, I think I'm, I'm all for the whole noise level thing. I like to always gauge the scene by the noise level.
1: And you also, when you're working, you play music. Music is a big part of you working.
0: Yeah, my um, music. Yeah. Yeah, so, I can't have other people's music. Exactly. It's got to be the right music.
1: And it's at your level. Like, sometimes you need it high. Yes. Sometimes you need it low. Yes. So...
0: And I need to be alone. Yeah, Check mark. Yeah. It says, the ambiance of a place can either energize or drain you, depending on if it fits your preferences. A loud rock concert in a crowded stadium might be overwhelming, but an up-close-and-personal acoustic set at your favorite club is soothing. 100%. Yep. I don't understand how the opposite could be true. I could not even have a conversation with somebody who said, nah, man, I need a crowded stadium with a loud rock concert. No. I'd be like, get out.
1: Someone's telling me I'm going to qualify for this uh, little bit of both too.
0: No, no. It's not a little bit of both. Okay. It's its own category. So, so far you're in it. Yes. Okay. Let me know. Number two, you find people to be both intriguing and exhausting. I find you exhausting. <laughs> yes. Uh, and not intriguing at 100%. all. hundred percent. Not even intriguing. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to find you intriguing at some point, but right now you're flat out exhausting me. <laughs> yes. Okay. It's so good.
1: Feelings mutual. It's like that all It time. goes,
0: are you saying feeling is mutual because you got nothing else to say. <laughs> you're just you're just saying, yeah, yeah, me too. Ah. Whatever. Don't jump on board. It goes people watching. Yes. Meeting new people and hearing their life stories. Fascinating. Spending almost every night hanging out with friends. Not a chance. Yeah. That's me. Mm-hmm. That's me. Like we can, he can hang out, right? Yep. We can, we can talk, we can share stories, but every night, I mean, you're going to run out of stories. Right. And, and then it, what?
1: It gets boring after right. a while. Then
0: you're just, you know, intruding on my space. Right. It goes, Outgoing introverts enjoy meeting new people but can only endure so much socializing. After a busy weekend or a long day at work, you may feel the need to disappear and recharge by being alone or with just one other person.
1: Yeah, that's 100% you.
0: Yeah. One of the things that I love most about my shows is once I'm done, I love to go back to my hotel or home and just chill with a snack, you know, a little drink of Gatorade and watch, you know, Netflix or a movie. With Emily, like that's my ideal routine to go to a club or to go to a bar and to keep hanging out is like of zero interest. Right. So when I'm reading this, I'm like, yes, yes, a million percent. It doesn't mean that I don't enjoy, let's say the meet and greet. I love all that. But when I'm done with that, like, I just want to go home and like, just, you know, decompress right recharge
1: like so what did you do after your 32 show run in new york
0: i would always just get on a train and go back to white plains and have dinner you know at mom's kitchen and just talk hang out and just you know watch tv
1: relax after after being in the middle of downtown with a lot of people
0: i loved it i loved just taking the train and going home and just having you know leftovers with mom in the kitchen man that to me was perfect
1: that's your decompression
0: and it's also me saving money (laughs) number three (laughs) because <laughs> maybe being an extroverted introvert is also being cheap. Uh, number three, certain people and interactions drain you while others recharge you. Yes. Okay? You're draining me. That's <laughs> so I'm wondering who who are the others that recharge me? Oh, maybe Emily. So you drain me and, and Emily, Emily recharges, recharges me. You. Got it. OK, you have a few friends who you could hang out with for practically forever. It seems like you never run out of things to talk about. Being with them is easy. Well, it's kind of like you. Right. You actually feel better after spending time with them, not drained. Well, I mean, <laughs> and you act pretty outgoing around them. Other people tire or bore you and you need to get away. Being alone is better than settling for second rate company. Yep. Right. That's like that whole saying, mejor estar solo que mal acompañado. Right. It's best to be alone than to be in the presence of bad company. Correct. Correct.
1: agree with that one. And I feel I'm that way too.
0: It's almost like if I can't hang out with my kind or with my kind of friend, I'll just, I'd rather be alone. I'd rather
1: just Netflix.
0: Number four, you can be charming but also deeply introspective and reflective.
1: Well, you can be charming, like put you in front of a group where you have to show the extrovert part of you and it shines. But then there's some times where you you just want to be alone to be reflective about what's going on with your life, what's going on with your shows and stuff.
0: I just wish you could like hang a sign to let people know it's kind of like a bathroom you could put occupied. Right. So somebody could be like, oh, I see why it's not opening is because there's somebody inside. But if I'm like, you know, being reflective and, and just thinking about things like you said, people are going to read that differently. They're going to be like, oh, what's his problem? Why is he so right. serious? You know, he's so antisocial.
1: Why is he not wanting to talk to me?
0: Read the sign. <laughs> It says, you make small talk when it's expected of you because you know it can lead to deeper, more authentic conversation. People feel comfortable around you and you easily get others talking and opening up about themselves. I think that comes from my training as a lawyer though, right? As a criminal defense lawyer, I can get you to talk Right, because I need to know your story if I'm going to defend you in court. It goes, when you're out with friends, you make sure everyone's having a good time. However, most people don't realize how in your head you really are. That's me although you appear easygoing, your mind is always running. That's me. Yes. I'm always recreating the scene and what I said and what I could have said and what you said and what you should have said instead. You know what I mean? Like, that's me. I'm constantly directing a scene in my head.
1: When I came back to performing at SAC after being down for the surgery and going through the withdrawals, I think people would come see us on the way out and they were like, oh, you were great. You look so awesome up there. And they'd they didn't process how in my head I was through those shows that I was sitting there the whole time going get off the stage just leave get yeah. off the stage.
0: Yeah, and you got to like reason with that voice and still perform. Correct. Number 5. When you feel rested and recharged, you reach out to others. Often you're the one who organizes social events for others. Uh I I failed because I don't I don't organize social events for others unless you're counting my shows.
1: Exactly. That's a huge social event.
0: Well, okay. Maybe. But I thought, you know, outside of that, outside of that, like, you know, let's have a dinner party.
1: Like a party. Okay. Yeah.
0: Not me at all. No. That's Emily. I'm the one going, does it have to be here? You know what I mean? Can we just pick a restaurant?
1: Do we have to invite that many people?
0: Exactly. That was exactly what I was going to say. Can we reduce the guest list? Can it just be two couples? Can it just be me and you? (laughs) That's really it. I swear to God. Can you just be me? Can we just go right now? Right now. Right now. It goes, playing the host is ideal for the extroverted introvert. It allows you to spend time with people on your own terms. Maybe that's why I like setting up shows. Right. I come out. I do my thing. I meet and greet. I go home. It goes, but when you run out of energy, you're out. And like a true introvert, all you want is a little hibernation at home. I mean, that's that's almost like God talk right there. Hey! And the tough part of doing
1: it at home, like having a gathering, is once you get to that point where you're like, oh, I just want to relax, the people are still at your house. Oh, and so they're having a become, good time. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, mira, what's for dessert? <laughs> oh, mira, show me this album. Show me these pictures. Oh, show me this. And Tell me what this is about. Hey, where'd you get this? And it's right. like, I can't do it. And that's where Emmeline comes in. And she would definitely pick up the slack. But I, I don't know what I would do in that situation. I know what I used to do when I was young is I'd go hide somewhere. You know what I mean? Until I would hear them going, oh, ya se van. Oh my God, wait, hold on. Let me finally saldi. I know he wants to say bye. And then I'd come from wherever I was hiding and I'd be like, oh, okay, bye. You know, just in time to say goodbye. But I would always know where my hideouts were because I would just get tired. I would get tired of entertaining people, man. Right. Es so cansa. Especially if it's your parents' friends. Right. Eso can sound like after three minutes. Yes. Number six, you need time to warm up in social situations. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. Do you need time to warm up?
1: Yes. You need, need time to warm up? I think I need to prepare myself for big social situations. Like, unless I really know the people, but if it's like new people, I need to pump myself up to, because I know I have to be performing per se. So really? I need to like be pumped up to get ready to do it.
0: So how do you get pumped up to get ready to do I it? i
1: psych myself up to do it. Be like, it's all right. You can do this. Let's go.
0: You have conversations with yourself like that? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm serious.
1: Yeah. Internally,
0: internally, you yeah, have to pump you yourself up Yeah, to just to uh, be social
1: Yeah, be like, it's going to be all right. We'll have a good time.
0: You know, there's there's things for that. There's medicine for that, right? No,
1: I don't do medicine anymore.
0: Oh, so now you just have internal dialogue. Yes. In lieu of medicine. Correct. Okay. It says your first impression belies your real personality at first. You come across as quiet and reserved. That's me right there. Because mm. people always say, bah, why are you so serious, bro? Or if they find out I'm a comedian, you a comedian, man. You, you don't look funny. Right. You don't seem funny. Why are you so serious?
1: I was told one time at work that I was unapproachable.
0: Oh, that was bye-bye. like
1: the hardest thing somebody could ever tell me. Was...
0: My family tells me I'm unapproachable. They
1: might as well have stabbed me. I was like, how yeah. am I unapproachable? Yeah,
0: I've gotten that my whole life. It's in the genes. Oops. <laughs> it says, but once you feel comfortable, you have no trouble chatting. You won't spill your life story or divulge your insecurities to someone you've just met, but you will reveal intimate details once trust is built up. The better someone gets to know you, the more extroverted you seem. That's pretty accurate. That's true. That's why initially when people meet me, I do come off very serious, very shy, very reserved because partly it's because I'm studying the scene. I'm starting to see, you know, who's who, you know, who's doing what, who's, you know, and really figuring out if it's worth coming out to. Right. Because if you don't really like the people that are in the room, well, then you just stay shut in. I'm not trying to put on a show everywhere I go. Right. You know what I mean? I, that's why I keep my, my circle of friends small.
1: Funny that you said that because that's what I was going to say, that a long time ago you said that to me and it stuck to me that you said, I keep my circle small for a reason. And I really never got that. I'm like, he knows why is this circle got to be so small? But then after I went through cancer, it came to me why your circle small, because you only care really about those people in that inner circle. Yeah. The rest is just fluff Right They're acquaintances It's great to hang out But that inner circle That's the important one Right Those
0: are the ones You give 100% to Yes Or in your case 80% (laughs) Number seven It actually takes less energy To say what's on your mind Than to make small talk Yeah Yeah Well I'm all for that Mm -hmm. I I despise small talk You know like the whole uh, So uh, what about the weather we're having You know like I hate (laughs) weather talk Like my father will do that a lot You know what I mean Like when when it gets kind of Awkward between us And he'll be like so uh I see that uh, Florida has been uh, really hot huh how's the humidity and I'm like wh- why are we talking about the weather I don't I don't want to talk about the weather you know what I mean tell me about when you were little right. or tell me about your days in college Uh you know it's supposed to be really cold here are expecting uh, sub zero temperatures Whoa, huh what do you think about that uh, I don't care about that I really don't you know what I mean? That's that's when you know uh, small talk is not productive talk.
1: And it's not interesting. That's right. why I, I just don't care for it because I'm not interested in it.
0: Right. It says, true extroverts rarely struggle with what to say. It's easy for them to make chit chat and talk with ease about virtually any topic, but not so for most introverts. Many introverts find it difficult to force small talk. They'd rather talk about big ideas or connect in an honest, authentic way. Yes, that's right. me, right? This is especially true of extroverted introverts it's far easier for them to say what's on their mind than to make a rousing discussion about the weather. Oh my God, you see what I'm saying?
1: Pinpointed it.
0: I cannot have any kind of discussion about the weather. I'd rather I'd rather just call somebody out or call a situation out and let the fireworks just go off. Right. I'm much more comfortable with that than to tell you about what the barometer said or, or the humidity. I, I importa. I, I don't yeah. care how partly cloudy it is. I
1: care about what's really going on in your life, not what could be be happening with the weather
0: i want to know for example for my father why he subscribed to psychology today like he subscribed to that he's a civil engineer i want to know for my father why he like purchased self-help tapes oh my father was always into like personal growth gotcha and that always amazed me it always impressed me but when i would question him on it you know growing up he would always deny it like i don't know who bought that I don't know. You have to, you're going to have to ask your mother. I don't know. I don't know. And then I'd ask mommy, and she'd be like, I don't know what that is. I didn't order that. You have to ask your father. My mother's a social worker. Right. My mother didn't need any help in personal growth. My father had the longest journey. Right. So it was obvious why my father could benefit from that, but he would never admit to it. Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Before, That's interesting. Right.
0: Before we start talking about dew points. <laughs> Number nine. You have no interest in trying to prove yourself in a crowd of strangers. Yeah. I'm raising my hand. That's me. Especially like if we're in a group with comedians. Right. I'm the last one trying to be funny. I feel no need to be funny, to impress if anything, I just want to sit back and enjoy the scene. Yes. I have no desire whatsoever to be social and funny.
1: That's one of the things that like steered me off when I started going to see like the, what do they call The open mics, like on Mondays and Wednesdays in town. Because that's what I saw was just comedians trying to impress comedians when they were talking off stage. It's like yeah. you're at a bar having a drink. None of you are like named comedians. I'm like, quit trying to impress the person next to you. Just right. talk and say, Hey,
0: exactly. The article goes at networking events or parties. You're not someone who works the room. I'm definitely not someone who works the through. I'm, nope. I'm horrible at networking. Like somebody has to be like, Hey, tell me about your podcast. Hey, tell me about your show. And then, you know, I won't shut up. But for me to be like, Hey man, can I talk to you? Hey man, can I tell you this? Not me. Nor do you feel the need to draw a lot of attention to yourself in social situations. Again, this is God talk. Hey, right. I might as well be reading from the Bible. It goes, yes, you see the value in making connections with others and you especially love those rare moments when you meet a like minded soul. But you'll probably never be the most popular person in the room and you're OK with that. Absolutely. hundred percent. I don't mind watching. The most popular person in the room get all the accolades as long as I'm having a good time. I don't need to be the center of attention to remind myself of what I'm worth or what I can do. Correct. So at the end, I'm perfectly comfortable sitting in the back seat and watching you drive.
1: And there's nothing wrong with that either.
0: Number 10, you're often confused for an extrovert. It says, your friends and family don't buy that you're an introvert because you're just so social. That's probably the reaction I would get.
1: Yes. And fans would definitely think that you're an extrovert.
0: It says, in fact, it may have taken you a while to realize that you're an introvert because you play the extrovert so well. I feel, again, this is from the book of Psalms. Heyo! Now you find yourself constantly having to explain your introversion and how you get your energy. Unfortunately, most people don't get it. I don't think they do, and I don't think they would. But now, listening to this, maybe, you know, having me explain it, right? Right. Keep in mind that there's no wrong way to do introversion, and we all act introverted at times and extroverted at others. You can be outgoing and still be an introvert. It's all about understanding your needs and honoring your own style. For a minute there, I thought they were going to say, you could be a combination of both. A little bit of both. Even if that means being the life of the party one night and then binge watching Netflix alone the next. That's why
1: I think that it's percentages. You know, I think maybe not everybody, but at least we have percentages of being extroverts and introverts.
0: Yeah, I would definitely say that I'm an introvert at heart. With the personality of an extrovert. I definitely agree with that. I think I'm definitely, in terms of percentages, more on the introverted part than on the extrovert.
1: So what does Emmeline think about this? You know,
0: that's a good question, and we should call her. Yes. Because she probably has an opinion. I sent her this article, and I told her we were going to be discussing it. So let's give her a call.
2: Hello? Hi, Mom. Hi.
0: So Jose and I were discussing that article I sent you about being an extroverted introvert.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, what do you think?
2: I think there was definitely some points where I was like, "Yeah, this is totally Ellie," but then there were things where I was like, "No, he would never do that." Like, oh. there was one, there was one, um, one point that said that the extrovert introvert um, they like to organize social events for others, <laughs> and I was like, "No." There's no way Ellie would organize a party or have a social event or have people over the
0: house. No. That's so funny because that's exactly what I said. I said, I would never be the one saying, let's have a dinner party. I would be the one saying, why do we have to invite anybody? Right. You're not a good host. But Jose mentioned-
2: that
1: his shows are social events though. So it is kind of a, a double edged sword there.
2: Oh, yeah, I guess. I guess I didn't think about him being a performer. Ouch. And and the shows. You <laughs> I know guess, oh, sorry, I guess I I'm didn't sorry. think <laughs> about him being a
0: comedian. You know, I, I just I just forgot what my husband is,
1: what he does for a
2: living. I yeah. thought he
0: was just, you know, antisocial for a living. I thought that's what he did for a living.
2: <laughs> um oh and there was um one that said that, that people feel comfortable around Talking around extrovert, introvert people, and that they feel free to like talk to them. I'm like, no, people are not going to feel comfortable talking about Ellie because Ellie usually has like a resting, mad face (laughs) on at all times. He's not approachable.
0: No, I know I'm not approachable, but I can get people to open up. I mean, once they get past, you know, my resting face. Yes, it's, it's all your face. But it's a it's a face of um, I don't know, I would say concentration.
2: One of the points that said is like that you're always in your head. And I'm like, Yes, Ellie is always in his head. He's quiet and reserved, uh, in the beginning and he will open up, but a lot of the times you're in your head because you're analyzing everything. You're you're like analyzing everybody, you're like looking them up and down and be like, You'll come up to me and tell me that person has this, this and that and they're struggling with this, this and that and I'm like, How did you just realize that? Just by staring at somebody,
0: <laughs> I I break the person down. What's been some of the um, breakdowns that I've given you?
2: Um, he like he can see somebody or look at a person and, and, and be like. That person's like an easy crier. Like, she, she cries a lot. <laughs> she's always complaining. Um, could, esa, esa es bien difícil. Oh, oh, esa pelea mucho. Se nota. Pelea mucho.
0: I could tell, bro. I <laughs> could I'm tell. Like, Body language, man. Body language, man. I could tell. I could always be like, you know what? Don't invite that person over, okay? If we ever have a dinner party, which I doubt, you know, leave that person off the guest list.
2: Yeah. And another thing that I thought was very true about you and being an extrovert introvert was that you never struggle with what to say. You always have something to say. You'll always know what to say. Like, you never struggle with your words. You're very verbose.
0: And it's never about the weather. No. Mm -mm. (laughs) Thank you, ma. Love you. Love you more. Bye. That was the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. And
1: I'm Jose Rodriguez.
0: For more information on my upcoming shows, you can go to EllieCastro.com and you can follow me on social media under Eli Castro Comedy.
1: They can find you on Cameo now,
0: too. That's right. I started doing Cameos, and I've been doing a bunch of Cameos uh, for people, and it's been a lot of fun. So you can find me in Cameo under Di Castro. And you
1: can find me on social media under Jose Arod.
0: And don't forget to leave us those reviews. They help the ratings, and they help people get to know the show better.
1: And we love those five-star reviews.
0: Especially the five-star reviews. We yes. will read them on the air. Remember, Miente, life is so much better when you're laughing hasta la próxima
1: palante